What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back. The show is brought to you by Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics. He is the best orthodontist in town. And this is a different type of episode than you're used to. A couple months back, we were contacted by somebody from Atlanta Magazine asking if they could feature us in an article for a section they're doing on new media, in new media style. I asked if they wouldn't mind if we recorded the entire interview, and everybody was cool with it. So here is that interview. I'll uh, put the link for the actual Atlanta Magazine article in the show notes. I'm recording this before it is actually released, so hopefully I'll have a link to go along with it. But either way, this is a podcast episode entirely about us. If that doesn't sound appealing to you, now's your chance to move on. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Okay, so we're here with Katya Ritterbush, a freelance journalist. Very nice, very nice. I, I didn't did think I get I'd it? pull that off, so good. <laughs> well, it was just right in there, so I'll forget it's it. It's not in... easy. You practice. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier than it looks, though. That's just it. Ritter Bush. It's not that bad. Usually, Americans don't have a lot of problems with the last name. The first name is a little, a little they're trickier, not but it. they're not used to it. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, you they, did a good job. They so. don't realize the J is silent. Okay, there you go. The English language is hard. In general, right? I've got a second grader, and he's learning these new words. I'm like, no, it's a silent K on the word no. He's like, why is that there? I'm like, well, I, don't, I have no idea. It's, it's just, hard. Any foreign language is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tricky. Well, and you know, I was looking at the word live, which can also be pronounced live the other day. So it could yeah. be live music or live music, right? So yeah. if you're just learning the language, it's like, if what are we paying by the letter now? We could have just put in like two V's or something like that to make that clear, but. <laughs> It's true. It's this true. is where you wanted to start. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this yeah. isn't one of your questions. Oh, that's, that's right. We can we can talk about Germany. We can talk about foreign languages. Right. Whatever you want. I mean, Welcome I got something to say about everything. It's the spelling podcast. It's yeah. No I longer about German. Dominic. It's a German in high school. Podcast. Right. My high school. I remember darf ich auf die Toilette gehen because was that even right? My that teacher was perfect. Wouldn't, I think it's a very important. She wouldn't let us to go know. to the bathroom if we couldn't say it properly. So that's the one thing that stuck with me. Good teacher. Yeah. all right and so you're here with atlanta magazine but you're independent writer correct that's correct yeah okay well that's right yeah so i i understand we're going to turn things around today and i'm going to ask you some questions is that correct and let's do it um so right now i'm working on an article about you matt and justin and the interview today will be part of a story that um, i'm writing for a special section that atlanta magazine custom media produces in partnership with Discover Dunwoody and Visit Sandy Springs. And the story will actually run in the December issue of Atlanta Magazine. So go cool. check it out. Nice. Yeah, I follow you guys on Facebook. I, you put out a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good publication. I, you know, like to write for them for the custom media section Yeah. once in a while, especially the medical stuff is, is very interesting. But today we're talking about something very different. So. And when, very different. when this comes out, that's actually the same month that, our, that we rented out the theater to, for Star Wars. So we're kind of getting... Uh, a lot of our past guests and, and stuff like that in there. So we bought out not the entire theater, but the entire uh, one auditorium. So I in Sandy Springs, clear. actually. Yeah, so. that's right. The, it ties in nicely. To ties in nicely. Really yeah, does. Discover Dunwoody and Sandy Springs. Yeah, that's right. And it's the Spring Cinema and Tap House. And, and the owner, Brant Gully, was, was a guest on the show. We loved him. And, and we started saying, hey, wouldn't it be great if we could just reserve an ent- entire theater for Star Wars? And the guy's like, yeah, you can. Don't. Yeah, it was during the show. Yeah. <laughs> So, so we're like, wait, that's possible? I was trying to give him my money during the show. So what's your, what's your connection with that with that event? Are you putting it on? or uh, We just is ran it out of theater. We haven't planned the event yet. 
but it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I think we get to get up in front of the you know all of the our screen and, and yeah, I don't some know. listeners. We're gonna try to give some listeners some tickets. Yeah, yeah we've given yeah. a few away. So. Yeah. yeah, we've given a bunch away. If you sign up for our newsletter, you can be Very put cool. into a drawing. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So pull your phone yeah. out and sign up. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. We're going to say that at the end again. So, okay. um, no, I mean, let's You got this podcasting yeah. down. I, I can tell. Yeah, can you, tell. Do. Yeah, you do. You, you do. Got oh, yeah. Yeah. And the sound is pretty good. I yeah. have to say, I listened to some of your podcasts in oh, preparation really? for this. And I mean, I'm a, I do public radio, right, in Germany and here. And I'm, I'm a sound snob. I really am. And well, you see how you're basic doing a, this is. You're doing a very good job, and I yes. mean, considering you're sitting in you're sitting in your beautiful kitchen here, it's yeah. And it's pretty I never good, owned so. a microphone until about a year and a half ago. He he knew a little bit, but let's not go ahead. Let's take one step back. And I know most of your listeners are regulars, mm-hmm. but for those who are not, maybe you can just. Talk a little bit about yourself. Where you're from? What brought you to Dunwoody? What you do in you know your life when you're not being podcasters? And how you met? Really? You yeah. Hear? Well, I'll, I'll feel that. I actually lived in uh, Saint John in the Virgin Islands for a year, and it was so isolated. Uh, it was just you know like you wanted to go see a movie and you had to go jump over to another island, and so it was kind of just demoralizing that after one year of shipping everything down there. We, my ex-wife at the time, we were, you know, we we're going to move back. And, and we just thought, you know what, instead of going back to New York, which is where we came from, let's go back to where I grew up. And uh, we started uh, in Athens, Georgia. And then a few, years, a few years later, we were like, well, let's get even closer to home where the grandparents are going to be at. So, and, and I grew up in Shambly, which is technically now Brookhaven, where my, <laughs> the house was. But, I live uh, in Brookhaven. Oh, you so know, it's oh, not too cool. far. Yeah. 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 Hartsmill Road. You know Hartsmill? No, I don't. Near Across Marist. from Marist. Oh, yeah. 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 That's where his family lives. Okay. Yeah. okay. If you don't then. put the brakes on, you'll just go straight into Marist. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want to do, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just, you know, hop, skip uh, over over here to Dunwoody. This is where the parents are at. Yeah. So what do you do for a living when you're not podcasting? I come from a software instruction background, so I make apps and things like that. And uh, and right now, my main focus is on a company called Pool Dues, D-U-E-S, not dudes. And uh, we do member management. I saw mem- that, but I didn't really have an idea what you do. So they, are you a software engineer yes, or something? Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. So basically, it's an all-in-one integrated solution for uh, local swim and tennis clubs built specifically for them. So everything from tennis court reservations, member billing, uh, board member tools like voting, all the stuff that I do as a board member, I just wanted to kind of optimize and go, all right, you know, this is volunteer time that we're wasting by doing it inefficiently. And, uh, and that was just kind of the genesis of that. So that's, that's my focus now. <laughs> How did you meet the two of you? What's How the did connection? we um, Probably, at, uh, so I graduated from UGA, and I came back to go see a football game, and I met my wife there, and this is her brother. Um, okay. The, the first, Family ties. I think the first time that I ever met him, he was, you had just seen the movie Spider-Man <laughs> 2. Or was it 3? Three? 3's bad, yeah. I think, yeah. He saw Spider-Man 3, and he came in, Introduced himself, sat down at the table, and told me that Spider-Man Three was the best movie ever made. I was riding you, a high from yes. yeah. Now when we look back, horrible on it. movie, yeah. horrible movie. And I was just like, oh, cool, okay. Let's. Did you go see it right after that? You're I think like, the first thing that we did together was go see a movie. Oh, okay, yeah, that's so. Was right. that a good start or not? Yeah, it, was a good start. it was a good start. It was a good okay. start. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Well, you know, when you're when your sister's shopping around potential husbands, you know, anybody that you can get along of with and of hang course. out, yeah, yeah. drink a beer with. I grew up in Lawrenceville. Went to UGA, got a finance degree. Um, when I got out, me and my dad bought a restaurant in Lawrenceville. A couple years later, my brother joined in on the business. So yeah, family-owned pizza place, working with them all the time. Right. Um, 
you know, when we moved here and then I got my real estate license here, I realized that I needed to learn as much as I could about Dunwoody. I knew that for real estate, I needed to get people to know, like, and trust me before they were going to trust me as a real estate agent. And I thought that podcast would be a perfect way for them to get to know me personally. And yeah. that's when I went to Justin about a year and a half ago and asked if he'd want to do this with me. And we yeah, t- yeah, tell me started bit, talking how, about Dunwoody. How did you get into podcasting and what did you like about the format? I, I'm sure you didn't just jump in it, but you listened to others. Yeah, other podcasts. I, li- I listened for 10 years probably to podcasts and um, it was just real important to me. Like, I feel like I've learned more from podcasts and like Audible than I ever did in school. And so, That's you know. It's kind of true actually, yeah. 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 There's so much information out there and it's free basically. Mm-hmm. Just type in how to podcast. <laughs> That's really how it started? Yeah. Really? I mean, did you meet with other podcasters or, nope. or I mean, before I've you, never I even guess met you, another podcaster. I've met two recently, but before that, I don't think I'd ever met anybody. Well, and I actually come from an art background. So I studied uh, computer animation in college, and then some of the software I was using had a kind of very basic programming language. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll try this out. And then I just kind of got sucked into it. My, my brain works really well with code, and right. uh, it's kind of taken more and more over but but i still do design work probably yeah, every day yeah. a little bit yeah do you, are you both you know, radio listeners i mean traditionally did no. you no no i mean it? it's often with you know radio what is radio that? what is radio <laughs> yeah oh my god no um and i'm a dinosaur yeah i mean <laughs> awful well but the two are merging together i mean yes, I was, of course they do yeah, yeah. i listen to a, talk radio before i got into podcast i was listening to talk radio right and then you realize that you can listen to a podcast and there's no commercials there's not you know you kind of get to know the person as you're listening to him it's the same guy every day and so you got to build really a rapport with your listeners and you started and you've been you've been around for a year and a half Mm -hmm. um and it's again your listeners know the concept but for those who don't it's a pretty wild mix of topics that you cover from news and a lot of business local stuff politics but also humor talk a little bit about how you how you really develop that concept, what the idea behind is. I think we can kind of make anything humorous, but you've actually brought the humor in. Like the, the guests that we've had that have been the funniest were Justin's guests. Oh, that's true. Which is only a few, you yeah. know. Good old Dan Roosevelt from Third Rail Studios. Yeah, give us a good shout one. out. Yeah, he's a good one to talk to. Um, I, I always found Adam Friedman be, to be funny, the P, uh, yeah. Dunwoody PC guy. The Paul Ollinger. He was actually he, a comedian. He actually was a comedian, yeah. Yeah. So, so it depends very much on the guest, right? If you do it more newsy, if you do it more, yeah. you know, folksy, if you do it humorous. Yeah, it and you don't want to yeah. sound like you're, you know, making fun of like a serious situation no, or something, you know, and so it just depends on who you're talking to. Right. Well, and when we were talking to the Dunway Bar Association, I thought they were hilarious. Yeah, you know? that's and, true. And we could, you know, riff back and forth with them. Right. So, and you wouldn't think like, oh, they're family lawyers, but, you know, they were pretty darn funny. Yeah. <laughs> and we're pretty easy to talk to. Yeah. I, mean, I, I guess most people, anybody. I mean, open up pretty quickly because and, you make them feel at ease. And doesn't seem yeah. like comfortable in my house sitting at my dining room table? That is quite... It's a little I'm, different than like a hotel in a... You know a tiny room or talking something. about that is it it's i guess it's part of the concept right to make people feel relaxed at ease to make it you know we i don't know it's more comfortable here and the sound for is perfect in here for some the reason. sound i don't is, know why and but. i as i said again coming from this old concept called radio public yeah. radio right i'm i'm pretty sensitive to sound and it's really it's good i listened to into some of your podcasts before and i'm wondering have you ever thought about kind of taking it to the next level in the sense of maybe renting um, a recording studio, working with a professional sound engineer. Has it ever crossed well, your mind? I, I, gave, I used to give our recordings to a 
professional and right. it came back horrible. Really? And I was paying like $25 for so each what, one. For, for editing, mixing? Just to edit, yeah. Just to edit, and it, right. You know, it's like it ran it through a machine or something. And I, I sent one up so two different companies and came back and it was worse than I could do. They said to do the same machine. Probably, <laughs> yeah. But wow. I don't know. It takes me, yeah. you know, an hour and a half, two hours to edit, which isn't too bad. Yeah. How I have much, fun with How it. much time do you both basically dedicate to, to doing the podcast? Depends on the week, I guess. Yeah, and now the podcast is rolled into some uh, website stuff as right. well. Uh, what's up, Dunway.com. So, you know, I'll, I, I try to focus more on that, and he focuses more on editing the podcast. I and mean, I think we kind of split evenly. Yeah, over the, the past couple of months, I've so done very the, little. So you the tech guy. Uh, no. Right? Well, well both. But for, for, you're the engineer, let's put it that way. Yeah, okay. and the producer, I guess. Because I find most of the guests. I do all right. the editing and put it out and stuff. He can do all that stuff, but... We've just kind of divided it up that way where he's got the website and then he's done a great job with the website the last like, yeah. two months. You've probably spent three times as much time as I have. Yeah. And, well, and to keep that up is a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it eats time quickly. Yeah. So, well, and I don't understand right? it as well as he does. And, you know, it's important that you're constantly putting stuff up on the website right. every day. And that's taxing. I don't have time it, for it. Yeah. I need uh, to check today to make sure something got up there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the process a little bit because I'm wondering how, how does it work? How do you, I mean, do you have something like, I don't know, conference call, inofficial or something like that? How do you find this topics? Is... How do you find guests? Um, how does that process work? Well, here's a good example. So uh, Hayward uh, Westcott, who's running for city council here in Dunwoody, just told me recently that his mom... Um, knew all four of the Beatles, that she flew on a plane with uh, Jackie O at one point. Uh, she met John Kennedy. And so he sent me all these photos, and I'm like, well, we, you know, it, it, he was basically pitching that we need to have her on. I was like, yeah, we definitely need to. She's a Dunway resident. Right. She's 87. I mean, these are probably some amazing stories that we can, in some sense, archive and yeah. you know, live on forever. Yeah, and I think it, it would probably be real important to Hayward, too, to get something that, you know, his mom, he probably doesn't have a recording of his mom. He might have some VHSs over, you know, right. but... I don't know. I, I think that podcasting can be used for many, many things like we're doing today. You know, this is an interview that you were giving right. and we're just recording right. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a very open format. Um, and I guess that's that's a good part about it. That's yeah, creative it's, part about I've it. I've never had a creative job, really. And th this has been fun, like being able to do outside the box. Yeah. Type stuff. Yeah. Now, um, you've been around, as you said, for a year and a half. How many listeners do you have right now? I'm sure you've three had or three or four at least. Yeah. <laughs> Really? Is anyone that there? many? <laughs> no. Um, it, we don't have any So when idea. are you going to kind of kind of meet the 10 people, Mark? The 10 person, Mark. I mean, here's the strangest thing. If you actually look at our numbers, I mean, it's it's maybe what? Between, you know, it could 25. be between 300 or 1,000 episodes, you, you know, take it out long enough. So if it's been right. out there for six yeah. months or so, it just kind of builds up. But then it's like, I just talked to the most random people and they're like, oh, I know you from What's Up Dunwoody. They'll, they'll finally put it together or I'll mention it. And they're like, oh, I listened to that. So uh, Justin thinks there's a lot more. Well, I, you know, it's the stats not the every person is going to listen to every episode. But, you know, have we somehow gotten, you know, like half of everybody, every adult in Dunway to listen to it? I mean, that is possible. 25,000 downloads means that, you know, a lot of people have listened. Right, so. right. Yeah. yeah. What do you think is really the secret of your success? Why, why do people, I mean, from, we you know, basically zero to... <laughs> Well, there's a lot of podcasts out there, maybe not, not specifically on Dunwoody, yeah. but in general, I mean, there is, 
I mean, the comp- there's a lot of competition just in terms of, you know, sheer mass of podcasts out right. there. What makes you special? What, well, what makes you unique? Of, think about it like this. If you went to Dunway High School and there was a Dunway High School podcast or a Shambly one, you wouldn't listen to the Shambly High School podcast. You'd go, no, right. just, I, all I care about is my friends and the people near me. And I think it's it's just embracing that niche. And and the other, I mean, the, the kind of downside of that is we'll never get super huge probably because there's only X number of people in Dunway, you know? Yeah. So the if Brooklyn, we could have called it "What's Up Atlanta," it would have been a little easier, probably. Yeah. But well, or not, because I guess there is a lot of Atlanta podcasts out there, so very you true, would compete true. with a lot of you know other right other people, and it's podcasters. Just, I think it's just the people, you know, like right. I, we bring on the right people. And who are your listeners? Do you have any idea about in terms of I don't know age bracket or demographics in general? I mean, it's I'd all over the place. Thirty to fifty is probably the the core demographic. Yeah, there's very very few high schoolers are listening. Although they listen to a lot of podcasts, so that's something we need to try to <laughs> slide into. Maybe we should interview some teenagers. Start the Dunley Fortnite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, where to hang out in Dunley Village if you can't buy beer or cigarettes? Or, you know, like, <laughs> putting out that article on who sells to underage yeah. <laughs> drinkers. Well, actually, we know where all the teens hang out. They're always over at Village Burger. Have you, have you been to Village Burger in Dunley Village? Yeah. It's like what the Peach Pit was in 90210. Right. It's all high schoolers. And I think it's because all their friends work there, and then, you know, they just bring them in. And Have you ever gotten in trouble with one of your podcasts? I mean, did someone ever take offense to anything that you or one of your guests <coughs> Not said? Not in the past 24 hours. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's give it another 24, and then we're on the safe side, right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody said something about another city, and that city was very upset. There's a lot of people that were stirred up from it. And it wasn't yeah. something we said. And I remember when he said it, I was like, Ugh. but, you know, well, we still I mean, put it out their, there. You know, freedom of speech, right? It's right, their opinion. Right. And, and I mean, you, I mean, we're very positive about the city. Right. And like, I don't think, I don't think, I hope people don't see it as, as ripping on the city for in any way. No, I think um, we're, we're, we're actually almost in some way like Dunwoody evangelists, you know, um, Whereas, like with Discovery Dunwoody, that group they're paid to do that. We're not, so right. I think people kind of trust us a little bit more. And, and also, and they get, love hopping on board with us too, because right. we can get to the people of that course. they can't. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, a lot of people aren't going to follow the what or the um, Discover Dunwoody Facebook page, but following us two idiots is well, a little but easier. It, but it goes together very nice, and we're still putting know, out the yeah. same oh, yeah. stories. Yeah, but so. you tell them in a different way. It's a different yeah. approach to storytelling. If the most seen guest on the podcast is the squirrel and that's our well, a, the one that the ADD past. yeah, yeah. Well, runs, so, yeah. You know. let's talk about something else yeah. I do. Yeah. I that's, get, that's the charm you know right. short attention span right <laughs> are you being metaphorical or are you, are you referencing me looking at the squirrel the well, other you day you do look out the window yeah I do look out the window yeah. yeah. I mean it's like <laughs> reflex yeah and we, it's, it's funny because there's there's a guy in a wheelchair that walks the chihuahua and then there's the guy on the Segway there was a guy in the Segway putting stuff on all the mailboxes and so while we're recording, Justin's looking over my shoulder laughing at things. I'm like, what? well, the thought in my head was, is he walking the dog or is he rolling the dog? You know, <laughs> I mean, because it's a valid Did point. you actually it's, verbalize that? I well, mean, did that well, make it into the podcast? Well, no, I'm, I'm just sitting here. He just here, doesn't say anything for a while. Yeah, I'm just sitting here looking out the window. I was like, huh, you know, <laughs> like I told it to myself and then, then I just stopped the show. I think that was the Dudley Bar show. They're like, what are you, what are you laughing about yeah, over there? Was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be a good show, too, to just, you know, whatever share we're with listeners at. whatever you're looking at. Exactly. <laughs> and they probably would, you know, there would be some themes and some trends. So. Well, and it really did not help that he went this way. And then like 10 minutes later, he came back. And then I was just, I just lost it at that point. I was like, look. <laughs> 
Is Maybe. it heavily edited, your your podcast? Not much. I don't know. Is Not it? much. <laughs> Do you ever listen? I don't listen. How many shows have you listened to? Uh, I stopped listening about episode 10. because Because okay. I realized, like, oh, I, I was there. I, I remember it. Right. You know, but like, you don't remember it. That's because true. all the time I bring up stuff that you're like, oh, I don't know. That's very well. True. I guess it's different listen listening to your own show than actually doing it, yeah. right? Because your brain works a little differently. Is that and right? At first, it's awful to listen to your voice. You know, I mean, it's everyone hates right. that. Exactly. I think it's just the way it is. Now you've done um, about 120. Yep, something like that. shows. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Can you, you know, what are, I'm sure you have some favorites in terms of guests, in terms of conversations, in terms of just moment that were funny or hilarious or serious or whatever maybe you two can just share a few of your i think your the, all-time favorites. probably the listeners shows are their favorites are different than our favorites because my favorite or favorites are like the the ken wright ones even the hayward ones the when we were starting up and somebody that's an ex-mayor wants to come on the show i mean that's cool to me i, I never thought we'd get to that point and then when we got mentioned at the uh, state of the city that was really neat yeah, yeah. Um, Talk, it's, talking to Beverly, what was her last Wingate? name? Wingate, yeah, because yeah. that was just she, she was almost like a city historian, and we didn't even really talk that much on that one. So I don't think that oh, would that, be a really good one. I mean, other they, people love that one. Well, though. that's good. Okay, so they probably felt the same way that we did because we're just sitting there like, oh my god. Well, yeah, really? I'm sure mm. the perception, you know, of listeners is of course different, but what you really remember, and maybe certain things the listeners don't even know because it's what's playing out here yeah, in your kitchen. Yeah, that's the things I was trying to what name. Like of, maybe you have a few moments that you just remember that were really kind of burned in Our, your memory. Yeah, Attorney General what is a cool one. Having the Attorney General sit across from us and, and talk. Um, he, he's the guy from Dunwoody, Chris Carr. Right. I don't know. He, it would be nice to have him here in this relaxed environment because these guys, once they get to a certain level, they sort of have handlers. Like, you know, so there's two people over here just listening along and they're like, what do they, you know, like, yeah. can I say that or can he say that? Can he say that? You know? Right. Um, the, what are the favorite ones of the listeners? Well, the Dan Rosenfeld one, well, that was amazing. I mean, Dan really is just one. a naturally funny guy. Again, he's, he's over at Third Rail Studios. He's right. the president there. And, and uh, so he has a lot of good, like, you know, Hollywood stories. He touched Kermit the Frog at one point. Yeah. <laughs> wow. My favorite. Yeah. I love Kermit. I love the Muppets. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, I'm, but it, I'm allowed to segue, right? And yeah, you yeah, saw the squirrel. Okay. They're yeah. all over the place. Exactly. In here. Yeah. yeah. And not many people get to actually put their hand inside of the Kermit the Frog. Yeah. And he did. He did. He got to. The, the Kermit. The, the Kermit. original the, Kermit. The actual Kermit. And yeah. he did the voice. Yeah, well, yeah, and he did do the voice. He he did do <laughs> but the he voice. didn't do it. I mean, he did it for us. But <laughs> He didn't do it on the podcast? He did. Yeah, yes, yeah, he did. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Everything we talk about, I mean, I don't edit out much. Yeah. Unless there's. I don't know. Unless we get way off topic, I might take something out. But I think we all tried to do the voice, didn't we? I don't remember. I don't Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Have but... you ever re-listened to that show? No. Oh yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, that one I definitely have. But yeah. so the last fifty episodes, probably you haven't listened to. I'd say eighty. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, is there something about podcasting, and maybe it has changed a little bit over the course of those hundred twenty episodes, that you find particularly challenging, whether it's technical or you know content-wise? Well, you know, we did just do a big upgrade of all the microphones. So we were using these snowballs and they would kind of pick up everything at right. once. And so you'd, you'd have to go in and, and take down levels. So things are getting easier, you know, and I guess that's sort of a tip for anybody that's gonna, that wants to get into podcasting. Go get some good equipment right away. Um, it'll take some of the challenges away. I'm somewhat introverted and sitting in my basement and putting out a show like makes my day. Being able to be creative and, you know, kind of do my own thing. And then when I put it out, 
it's not like somebody can immediately comment back this right. show sucks or you know <laughs> you guys forgot to talk about this or how come you never mentioned this unless i see somebody on the street nobody's gonna tell me that and so it's is it, it's kind of nice is There's, that good or bad i well, mean sometimes the instant feedback is you know can sometimes be good. it can be real bad too that's true yeah and i'd rather i don't that's, know it depends rather, on how you take it right? i'd rather think that it was a good show and then see the numbers climb and climb and climb right people sharing the story and you know, and then every once in a while, somebody sees us on the street and says, hey, that was a really good show. That was a cool one. Yeah, I mean, one thing we've stopped doing is asking people to go to rate the podcast. I think we sort of realized that was pointless for a show that wasn't getting 10,000 right. listeners every month. You know, Apple yeah. probably just ignores us. We're, you know. Um, so, but yeah, we would get weird reviews because we were asking people to do it. Now, we, I mean, you don't ever no. go on there and say anymore. I don't ever check them. Leave a comment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. an app developer as well. I don't. Re- I try not to read the reviews now because yeah. it's either yeah. like a one star or a five star. You know. It's yeah, like, there's, there's very little in between. Yes, yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Now you mentioned, you know, tips for people who just have no clue and just want to go into podcasting. You already mentioned technology equipment. What are your main tips for people, you know, who just said, "I've never done that. I just want to try." Well, I definitely say find a niche. You know, um, yeah. <clears throat> don't start big like Atlanta. Start Sandy Springs or, or whatever it is. Um, and just, yeah, you, you build up a little fan base right there and just keep doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to have the best microphones. You don't have to have the best sound. Just do it. You need a quiet room and that's really about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep it sort of short, maybe early on. Remember Mario CEO, a friend of mine tried these like hour and a half long podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like I, I think he saw the average time That's was like really three minutes. That's really testing the listener, so. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can see how far people go, and pretty much everybody that list starts our show ends our show, and so that makes me feel good that we're not putting out complete crap, you know. Since you mentioned that, what's interesting, and I only listened to a few of them, but I have the feeling, and I don't know how much of that is edited, that you could kept talking with your guests for hours and hours. So it's it's it never feels like there is a moment. Oh my god. What I'm asking now, these are the longest 10 minutes of my life or whatever. Is that really true? Or do you sometimes really run out of questions or out of stuff to talk about? Well, we don't really ask that many questions. And I think that's what people enjoy about the show. It's really just a conversation. Right. Um, I used to have notes like that. Hmm. And every time, you know, I'd go, have we talked about that? Have we talked? Cross them out. But hey, now, I have to turn this into, into an article. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now I just, I mean, we just have a conversation. And it's good. I think that people enjoy that we knew nothing about you when you walked in the door. And so the questions, like before the podcast, we talked to you for, what, two minutes before the show. Right, right. And I kind of wish we wouldn't have done that. I kind of wish you had just sat down and we started up because we learned something about you that you're not going to share with the podcast. And, you know, we talked about some of our stuff and the listener doesn't know you. Right. And so if right. we don't know you, we're asking the same questions as what they're thinking in their oh, heads. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so... Yeah, and, and a pre-interview backfires a lot of times because we, we could end up talking to somebody for five minutes beforehand, and then 10 minutes later, it's like, wait, is that something that we already talked about? You know? So it is. Did it's we like, mention that already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of times, like, I'll just be like, you know, we just have to start because we're getting into good conversations and we're not right, actually rolling, right, you know? Right, yeah. Do, do you feel that a lot? Like, I mean, journalism, again, in that respect is very different because you need to know certain things before you start. But you say we're on the you, record? Exactly. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's it's really a legal aspect, you know, not yeah. here, of course. But do you feel like often when you speak with people before you actually start rolling that you get more, that they're more 
relaxed? Or I think some... after the show, they're definitely more relaxed. Really? And, you know, if people, we normally set like an hour aside, like for right. you, and so you'll be here until 12. You know, we've got our time until 12. Right, right. And so we've got a good 15, 20 minutes after the show right. to kind of keep talking and right. form a rapport with them, which is, you know, part of the plan with the show is just to meet other people around the community. And... Well, yeah, and so many times. How many times have we heard this? We're not still recording. You yeah, know, they'll do like this. <laughs> yeah, oh, try really? to cover. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you get that. No, we're not. So, yeah. Do people get a little bit intimidated sometimes? Of the, you know, well, that, that's mostly them it, revealing stuff after the show. That oh, they're like, oh, I, really? I didn't mention this during this, but you know, we're not still recording, right? You know? Right. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Dunwoody and the city of Dunwoody. And you know, you both live here, and I could imagine. I mean, you know the city, you know the places, but just doing this podcast and speaking with people and getting to know interesting new people that you haven't spoken with before. Have you learned more about your city? Oh, and interesting stuff that you weren't even aware. We knew nothing about the city when we started, really. Maybe you have a few an examples. Hour and a half ago. I've lived here for ten years, and I really knew very little about the city. Um, but what we've done is on Facebook, which is probably our biggest like following, that's where we do all of our marketing. Right. We've got a Facebook page and we've got Facebook groups. Right. Some of those groups are Dunwoody Area Restaurant Review Group, the Dunwoody Area Community Forum. And so people go into those groups and tell us everything we need to know. Right. And so if I see the same person, that's how Adam Friedman got on the show. He just kept talking about different restaurants. And I was like, wow, this guy really knows a lot about restaurants. And so we reached out right. to him and tried to have him on the show. Um, I'd say probably half the people in Dunwoody don't know that Dunwoody Village isn't owned by the city of Dunwoody, right? right? So there's just sort of like these essential things like that. And then it's hard not to sort of call out people on social media because they'll be like, how come the city doesn't, you know, allow us to do this in Dunwoody Village? And you go, well, it's not owned by the city. We're, you know, the city's not in the real estate development business, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And stuff like the, um, so the campaign or the um, elections coming up in November, the whole city will be able to vote for all of those people. Right. And I did not know that what, four months ago? I, I had no, I thought we voted for our district. Um, and so as we're learning, we reiterate that over and over on the podcast because I feel like I'm somewhat intelligent person. And I feel like if I didn't know that, most of the people did not know that. Well, and right now, a lot of people don't even know who is running against who. And I think as October comes, we're going to have to do a much more of a, a, a push on the website to kind of hammer that in. And I've I've held off on doing a little bit of that right now, just kind of letting the candidates feel yeah, things out. Right. And, yeah, we found you can't take sides. No, nope. I think it, no, no. <laughs> we're, we're learning this media thing as we're going along. He's got the pot or the website going to the same levels as the crier. And um, what was the other? I mean, Aha Connection, you're almost up that's there. A, yeah, that's a big influencer in, in Dunwoody. And it's been like a month or what, two two months, two and a half months? Uh, three months since we kind of rebooted it and said, yeah. okay, we're going to yeah. start putting up content every single yeah. day and, mm -hmm. and driving more people yeah, there. Yeah, it keeps, it keeps growing, and I guess, yeah. Yeah, we can talk yeah. about that. Yeah. He writes these satirical posts that are just hilarious, and it's straight, it's like the onion from Dunwoody, pretty much. Yeah, I just, I just ripped off the voices of... Uh, well, I think at the Onion they call it American Voices or something like that. Right. And so I'll I'll write up an article. I'll put up something short, a few sentences about something or other construction going on at whatever right. intersection, and then it'll just be here's what Dunwoody residents had to say. And there's a there's a website called uh, This Person Does Not Exist. And if you load it up, it a computer makes this algorithm of a person. I mean, it's spot on, but it's not something that's real. So I can just use that image as the, the person from Dunwoody. But I've actually kind of settled, settled into like my 10 people that I, that have been generated already right, and I just keep right. going back to. And they all know. have attitudes. They all have, you can tell, they're the, one guy complains all the time. Yeah. Like, you know. One guy always that's, says SMH, shaking my head. <laughs> that's know. hilarious. That must be 
immensely it's popular, really, and I right? I think a lot yeah. of our listeners don't know that that exists also. One um, is a clear alcoholic. She's always putting in emojis for the, the, the wine, uh, champagne, you know, <laughs> beer, whatever. It is. And then one of the person is actually a friend, right? You know, you can't right? say alcoholic, right? You got to say people suffering from the disease. The disease. Of, okay? <laughs> just, just saying. Do I just have to saying. Do that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I we don't, don't know really how know. how politically correct you are. So <laughs> We I, don't know what we're allowed to say, really. I mean, well, that's okay. That's very yeah. likable, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt was about to say this. There is one of those. Actually, there's two of those pictures that are buddies of mine. And I did go to them. I said, can I do this? Be- use this? Because it was just these terrible photos of them on Facebook. One of them looks like it was sweaty, just hauling stuff. And he's just looking at it. So, yeah, he usually has the most off the wall, you know, <laughs> stuff. Has but, someone uh, ever felt offended or so? Uh, when we've talked about people's trash on the curbs, I think people get... Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, if there's just something really absurd on the curb, like the uh, upside, upside down, upside down uh, hot tub, hot right? Tub. It was there for what two months or so? A long time, just yeah. sitting out by somebody's curb. And so he took a picture of it and made a funny story about it, where he put two art critics next to it and acting like it's a piece of Dunwoody art. <laughs> One of them was sketching it like it was in a museum. And it know? got thousands of views. Um, of it's course. Just, it's I mean, just it's different funny. than something you'd see in the cry or yeah. something. Or even yeah. AHA, you know, AHA Connection. You, I'm sure you know them. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, it's kind of, a, it's almost like a male version of that. Right. Where it's a little bit looser, looser-lipped probably. Yeah. Have you two, I mean, I'm wondering if your jobs, have they helped you? in some capacity with the podcasting and also vice versa has the podcasting the podcasting experience made you better in your respective professions we've kind of built a brand separate from my real estate separate from his pool dues and but we've also made you know we've made connections around the community with people for that helps those jobs you know what i mean yeah actually we're talking to van papas he's a podcaster in shambly and uh, he's also the, the kind of treasurer over at uh, Huntley Hills. And uh, so I got connected with him for his, you know, we, we just sat here and we talked about pools for 30 minutes. Right. I'm sure you were bored. Yeah, it was horrible. And, uh, and so that was a great connection for, for my company. And I just set so up those nice software. benefits yeah. you. Yeah, and some of the people, yeah. you know, I've helped them find a home. Right. Some of the people that we've had on the show. And yeah, it's, it's a nice way to meet as many people as possible. And yeah. it, it, of course it helps. Now, what's good about Dunwoody. What do you like about Dunwoody? What do you love about Dunwoody? Why it's is it a, a good place to live? It's a city of big neighborhoods. Right. And that's my favorite thing about it. And he's kind of, you know, jumped off of that with the pool dues thing because I think the pool and pool season is the best thing about Dunwoody. And everybody goes to the pool, big neighborhoods. There's lots of big neighborhoods and other cities just aren't like that. Um, I, we can keep all of our high rises in the perimeter area. Right. And then a mile away from that is your house. Right. So you know, you said, across the Georgetown Bridge. Yeah. You said you're in Brookhaven. Can you think of 10 neighborhood pools in Brookhaven? It's kind Not of tough. really. Yeah, right. Exactly. So it is. It's, it's something there's that's... public pools probably too. Right, right. Um, ours that's, are just neighborhoods. That, yeah. We don't have any community pools. So if you want to swim in Dunwoody, you kind of in some sense need to get involved with your community. You need to sign up for one of these clubs. Eventually someone's going to ask you to volunteer for something or other. So it's this, um, you know, easy way into kind of, you know, community acti- act, uh, what's the word there? <laughs> Activism? No, that's not right. <laughs> community service? <laughs> boop, boop, delete. <laughs> community service. I will have to edit community this one. No, you know, <laughs> just leave it in. 
<laughs> favorite spots, favorite yeah. spots in, in Dunwoody. Where, you know, and that can be sports arenas, bars, restaurants, um, trails, parks, whatever. I had one in my head, but I'm going to change it. Yeah, the Brook Run is going to be amazing. There's going to be a new amphitheater. And Brook Run is just across the street from my neighborhood. And so I'm really, really excited about that. The, the Dunway baseball fields, Dunway senior baseball fields, are actually going to be really neat. As soon as they get that playground right in the middle, because, you know, I, I still have I have five kids that are under 10. They need a playground. Otherwise, they're just not going to leave me alone somewhere. But it is really cool to think that we could take our kids to an evening game. We could, who cares who's playing? I don't care who's playing. You know, but they get the feel for, oh, this is this neat sport. There's a, there's a concession stand that's run that has hamburgers and food and stuff like that. But, but really, getting that playground between those two is, is going to be key. And, and if you ever drive past it, you see people that um, have put out chairs in, in the outfield, which right. to me is really funny because I go, why, why are they out there? Why don't they just get a little bit closer? It's not like they can't just move right up, you know. To... You can look down on the field. Though. Yeah, I think they're getting a better sense of the entire game. But, and, and, I, and I wonder, too, do they know who is playing? Probably not. I think it's just people that walk over and they're like, I'm going to watch some baseball. Maybe. Um, Brook Run's going to be really cool. There's yeah. two soccer fields coming on. Um, and, I mean, it, it's really going to be neat. And then I'm a big fan of Village Burger. Uh, Novo. I like Novo a lot. Porter Brewing Q. Porter. We got yeah. our first craft brewery here in Dunwoody. That's huge. Uh, Moondog Growlers. That's a, that's a common hangout place for us. <laughs> and if, if something, or when High Street ever makes it, you know High Street right on the edge there. Right. That's going to be really cool. I'm really, really excited about that A lot that of cool too. stuff coming, too. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, in the development. Yeah. Yep. One last question to both of you. What is sort of the dream guest you would love to have on the show? Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> I guess have so. Have I ever told you that before? No, I've Ryan never. Seacrest. And that'd be like... cool. He is Dunwoody. I mean, that's the biggest name to ever come out of Dunwoody. Have, yeah. you, have you asked him? No. Why? I don't know. There's a lot of people I've never asked. Um... I don't know. I guess we'd have to just Go get in touch it. with these people and be Maybe like, we hey, could do it over the phone or something. Is, is Ryan coming? I mean, do his parents still live here? Yeah. Can we be like, oh, then he would, we, he, he's probably right around the corner right now. <laughs> what are some other, I doubt he's here. What are some with other folks, big ones? Right? Who, who else have I asked? And Pretty much everybody that we've asked has done it because well, somebody that's a knows. a good sign, right? Yeah, because they know somebody that knows us and they'll vouch for us. Um, I think people thought that we were going to ambush them for some reason. And if you've listened to three shows, you know that that's not going to happen, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah. When So when Walensky was running for HD 79, we wanted to get him on. And I talked to him beforehand and he was, he was sort of like, well, so what are your views? You know, <laughs> seeing a, am I feel gonna, us out. Yeah, yeah. Am I going to ambush you? You know, that's just not what we did. We, and that was, he was running against Ken Wright, former mayor of Dunwoody. And, and, and had we already talked to him at that point? I don't know. We, we had a I mean, great, no. great, great conversation with both of them, you know, and we didn't. Yeah, and Walensky we, be a lifelong friend now. I mean, just out of, and that's a, you know, state representative that I'd never met a state representative before. In the last year and a half, I've met people that I would have never met. Well, thank you so much, guys. That was terrific. Was and that now more it's than you expected? <laughs> you know what? Challenge for me is now to put that all in a 300-word story. We had a lot of coffee Checked this out December issue of Atlanta Magazine. So thank you, Thank Katia. you. Thank Appreciate you. It.